Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pelleton. Up week on the S&P 500 Index. Mixed picture for stocks, though. The Dow and the S&P both gain. NASDAQ slumped five, down about a tenth of a percent. S&P ends the week at 24.43, up four. A gain today of two-tenths of one percent. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 30, a gain there of one-tenth of one percent. The tenure up 7.30 seconds, the yield 2.17 percent. Gold up 4.50 the ounce, higher by four-tenths of one percent. And West Texas Intermediate Crude up nine-tenths of one percent to $47.84 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. So, Charlie, would you perhaps like to make our Bloomberg listeners an offer they cannot refuse? Uh, Without a doubt. (laughs) If you're in New York. York without a doubt. Well, tell them what it is. Uh, well, it's a big event tonight in Central Park. Bloomberg with Bloomberg Philanthropies has a film festival coming up tonight, and it's a beautiful weather in New York, relevant for our listeners in the uh, greater New York area. We have got a showing of The Godfather taking place in Central Park. Join a lot of your friends outside. Uh, nothing better than catching a movie under the stars. All week we have been running movies filmed here in New York. Last night, Saturday Night Fever. It was shocking. I was dancing. Yeah, put on a polyester suit. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, The Godfather, uh, and so it, it, it's just a great time. It really is. Will I see you there? Uh, unfortunately, I can't make it, but you will be there hosting it, correct? Uh, among many others, yes. Helping okay. out, okay. as we do here at Bloomberg. We do a lot of that, and it's an honor, it's a privilege, but that's what we do here at Bloomberg. Well, I'm going to tell you is get rid of them, Fredo. That's get rid of Oh, yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> Good stuff, as always. Charlie Pellet, the one and only Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg. This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Zillow has come up with a new way to predict how hot a property is. The more favorites that they get, the faster they will sell. And for a a larger share of the list price, if not over list price. Skylar Olson, senior economist at Zillow, says over 40% of listings that get 30 or more favorites in their first week typically end up selling for over the list price. The signal is greatest in this first week of being available, right? So unlike having to wait for the open house where the home has been, say, you know, available for, you know, it depends on the property and and the agent in, in terms of when they listed it, but you don't have to wait to the open house to know how popular a home will be. You can just look at the stream of favorites. The favorites data show San Jose, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, the most competitive cities for home buyers, with Boston and Tampa in the mid-range, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati seeing fewer favorites. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. A bottle of whites, a bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rosé. There is a new book out. It breaks down the complex and often convoluted world of Italian wine, which is why I choose not really just to drink and enjoy, not to worry about the specifics. I kid, I kid. Stevie Kim is uh, director at Vanitaly and uh, wrote the book and joins us on the phone from Milan, Italy. And this book is called, let me just uh, check my notes here. It's called Italian Wine Unplugged, Grape by Grape. Uh, Stevie, nice to have you here with us. Talk to us about <laughs> Stevie's here along with uh, her dog. Uh, tell us a little bit about the premise of this book. So 
Uh, you know, I'm just get, getting in because I was outside and I'm, I've just landed in Italy. The book is about um, native grace of Italy. <laughs> what that means is often, you know, um, you say Brunello, but the grape that makes Brunello, for example, it's Sangiovese. And in Italy, there are about 590 grapes. Right. And, um, which is a lot. And, and that's not counting the international grape varieties. Um, so if you just, you know, as a reference, about 12 grapes, French grapes, like, for instance, Merlot or Cabernet, uh, make up 85% of French wines, 12 grapes. Mm-hmm. In, in Italy, there are about 590 grapes, wow. just the indigenous type. So it's very, very complicated. It's a lot more complicated than you think. And I always say Italian wine is just like the Italian, very creative mm-hmm. and imaginative, but they're very individualistic. So the idea was that we approach it from the native grape variety and so that they can first approach the native grape and then the territory the wine, and the producers. Why is it important that people kind of understand? I mean, there are so many varieties uh, of grapes, as you just uh, laid out for us, uh, but important to understand the distinction. So who did you write this book for? Is it for those folks who have a wonderful wine cellar already uh, in their home? Is it for those you know, folks who don't know a lot about wine? What, who is it for? Who's your target audience? So initially, I wrote the book for my students because I have what it's called the Vinital International Academy. And there, the students are um, at a very high level, highly qualified professionals. They can be MSs or uh, the MWs or top qualifying professionals in the trade. And I do a five-day course with them. And their main textbook is called The Native Grace of Italy, written by Ian Dagata, who's the scientific director. Mm-hmm. But it is a very dense kind of book. And with these ambassadors all over the world, I have about 99 at the moment, they're in in their turn, can teach uh, uh, the introductory course. So it's it's really written for uh, for potential students who want to become a little bit more knowledgeable about um, you know, Italian wine. But it's really for anybody um, who would like to understand better from from the Italian native grape perspective. So you can be a wine geek. But it's it's good for the wine geek, of course, but it's also for anybody who wants to be a little bit more geeky in a very uh, more visually compelling um, interpretation right. of a geeky material, if, Mo- you, if you will. Most, so, o- most authors don't release their book, though, until everything's, you know, kind of perfect. You actually have put out this book, released it. In a beta version, you want feedback. This is an interesting way. I feel like it's, it's kind of part of this group thing that's going on overall in our economy, kind of crowd sharing and all that good stuff. Tell me why you did it this way. Well, because it's uh, 700 pages of, um, information. So there are bound to be lots of, lots of errors. And this is a community-generated uh, book, which means that it was written by many authors, but also um, the corrections. Now, I've released it in uh, beta form just in a digital version because 
I think it's very, there'll be so many mistakes that what, before the hot copy, I wanted to have not a perfect, but a close to perfect book. So I've been receiving, it was a very soft launch. Uh, we did it on a digital version on Amazon and I've already mm-hmm. been getting so many corrections. So hopefully in a couple of months time, we'll have a, um, a, um, more defined, fine tuned book for everybody. Hey, last question. Uh, your favorite red wine. Can you pick one? Or suggest one? Well, my, well, yeah, my favorite red wine, I would say, uh, because I'm from Verona, actually. Um, Verona, I don't know if you've ever been to Verona. Yeah. It's between Milan and uh, Venice. And from Verona, there's a wine called uh, Amarone. Um, and that is the, the kind of the important wine of this area. So being in Verona, yep. having married a Veronese, um, <laughs> I'm quite accustomed to, um, the wine, local wine. It's called Amarone. It's, it is a dark, heavier kind of wine, but also very smooth and very characteristic of this territory. Maybe something to sample for everybody over the weekend. Stevie Kim, good luck with the book. Director at Vanitaly, and her book, as we mentioned, is called Italian Wine Unplugged, Grape by Grape, Grape, excuse me, and she joined us on the phone, along with her puppy, uh, from Milan, Italy. All right, you've been listening to Bloomberg Markets. I want to say thanks to our Bloomberg Markets team, Reggie Bazil, Chris Tricomi, Mark Sinascalci, Charlie Vollmer, and of course, our great producer, Paul Brennan. You've been listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Carol Master. Corey Johnson will be back eventually, I think, sometime next week, my co-host, enjoying some days off. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.